about eating disorders. In fact, let's talk about my eating disorder and my life after recovery. I have never spoken about it. I've never answered personal questions. I've always given a little bit of information, but never really went into details. And I think it's time. My eating disorder, I believe, started when I was 15 years old, but I also remember thoughts uh, when I didn't like placing my thighs, for example, on a chair because I felt they were looking big. That was when I was seven years old. I remember looking at myself in the mirror and probably where I saw myself consciously the first time back in the mirror, I saw uh, my bag and believed to see some form of rolls or um, folds and uh, believe that it's not supposed to be there, it shouldn't be there. I was, I think, around 11 years old. And then uh, there, were, there were conscious disordered eating behaviors or disordered eating thoughts. It started when I was about 15 years old. I did not recover um, until probably I was 26, 27, 28. And eating disorder, it doesn't, healing, recovery doesn't happen just overnight. You don't wake up and think, oh yes, now I'm good. I think more often it's when you start looking back that you realize your thoughts, your thinking patterns and your behaviors have changed or improved. The reason why I'm also hesitant to mention an age is because I believe that I recovered and I was actually looking back intuitively eating, I was exercising, I was moving and because I felt so confident in the way I felt, I, jo I wanted to join a body physique competition. But that unfortunately spiraled things down. I then went to from one extreme which was more orthorexia um, and then it went into binge eating and I struggled probably really um, actively with binge eating probably a year or so or another year I was working on my relationship with food and slow recovery. Now I'd like to answer some of your questions that you have asked me and I will try to do my best to answer them as honest and as open and transparent and probably also as vulnerable as it is possible for me. So your question is, were you actually overweight or was it just in your head? Looking at my pictures, I was never overweight. When I st struggled with binge eating, I did gain weight and I got to the heaviest that I have ever been. And for me, it was bigger because it was the heaviest I've ever been but looking from objectively at my body I was not overweight so as I recovered and um, went back into rather intuitive and healthy relationship with food but also intuitive a way of eating my weight dropped back down to where my body seems to be comfortable without me needing to do much about it. Do you suffer any consequences on or of having an eating disorder in your past? I believe an eating disorder is like an alcoholic. Someone who str struggles with alcoholism, uh, they might be a dry alcoholic, they might be sober, but they will never have a fully 
healthy, easy relationship with alcohol. They will always need to restrain from probably from drinking and they will always be aware of alcohol. An eating disorder I believe is in some ways similar as well. I probably will never have a fully easy relationship with food in the way someone will have who's never struggled with food. I think food will be always a conscious thing for me. I do not act on these thoughts. I don't act on disordered eating behaviors. Uh, and that is probably the consequence of recovery and healing. But food is conscious for me. Less than it's ever been before, probably since I was, as I said, around 15 years old. And it will probably stay that way for a bit longer. Anyone else in your family have issues with food? Bless my beautiful mom. I don't think that she struggles with food, but she does talk about food. She does talk about her body, not liking her body. She does talk about um, restricting her food intake from time to time, especially because she believes she has a sweet tooth. <laughs> so she sometimes restricts um, chocolate, for example. Yes, mom talks about it. Uh, or has spoken about it in the past. Also, when I was younger, I know that she went on a diet um, because she get, there was a time when she gained quite a bit of weight. And yeah, so she went on a diet. Next question, do you still struggle at times? I think I've answered that question. I wouldn't say struggle. I would think, I would say I have thoughts that pop up uh, or I have triggers that pop up if someone who doesn't know me might say something like, compare my body to someone else's body. Uh, one of my clients in the past has, for example, said, oh, my daughter is smaller than you are. Uh, my daughter is even smaller than you are. <laughs> so um, it's that I don't struggle with it, but I hear it. It's that conscious awareness of a sentence. The same as with food. It's conscious awareness of food. It's not just like, so many other things that we do in our life so that's that's kind of what I experience but I wouldn't say struggle what food do you eat to stay healthy and strong I eat everything apart from onions I don't like onions and I don't eat onions <laughs> um, but apart from that I actually eat everything however my mainly my diet uh, consists of um, lots of vegetables, some fruit, a little bit of meat. I do enjoy meat, lentils and chickpeas uh, from time to time, but my body doesn't quite like them. I don't, I stay off dairy because my body again doesn't like it. I try not to have too much bread because my body doesn't like it. So I, I believe that I, I know what my body enjoys and what makes my body feel good. I know what I can eat to really experience that, the joy and pleasure for life and um, having that driving motivation. I also know what food really steals that from me and I do try to stay away from it. It doesn't mean that I don't eat um, a chocolate or a piece of cake.
or two or three. <laughs> so every day you will see vegetables, you will have some form of stir fry or a salad, some form of protein, a little bit of fat. So very much a balanced diet that I talk about. I eat a little bit of everything, combine food that is good for you, that sustains the energy, that um, stabilizes the blood sugar because it just helps you to to get through the day in a much easier way and I believe that that's what keeps my body weight stable as well because it's more of a sort of rather intuitive way of eating and if one day I ate more because you know we baked cake and I had three slices of that cake next day you, I just naturally eat less because my body had more calories so it always um, balances itself out and it's quite beautiful to observe and watch and learn to trust our body knowing it will do what it needs to do don't interfere because it's the mind that interferes is the rules it's the fears that interfere into our decisions but if we trusted our bodies they are pretty good letting us know what's good for us did you eat a very restrictive diet yes I did yes I did I don't want to go into much detail, not because I don't want to be open and vulnerable, but more so I don't want to give other people ideas of destructive eating, which I did, and I don't think it's a good idea. Do believe in an eating plan or just more intuitive? It depends on where someone is at. Um, it really depends. So I do have clients, for example, who I give um, a generic plan uh, and they're not based on calories, but more so to balance their food out, to balance their way of eating out. If someone comes to me with a very, very a restrictive eating disorder, um, more so to underweight that's where obviously I go uh, with a more precise plan and give them precise suggestions of how much when and what they need to eat but then I also at the same time teach them to then slowly find their trust and then um, go into more intuitive way of eating. The same if someone struggles, for example, with binge eating, I help them to stabilize their blood sugar. I help them to um, look into all the binge eating triggers and teach them once we've covered all the triggers, once we've addressed all these issues, then I teach them to eat more intuitively. At the end of the day, ideally that's where we want to end up, intuitive eating. And I believe that that's what um, really helped me on my recovery. So even after binge eating, after I gained all the weight, the reason why I lost that weight is even though it was, it was never, that was never my uh, focus in at any time. My focus was on healing my relationship with food, to be easy around food, to get rid of the food fear and not to need to eat a whole jar of peanut butter in a few days, but more uh, so to be able to have that food in the house and not to worry about it, to be able to have cakes and chocolate and have just only a little bit of it and then leave the rest whenever I'm ready to eat that again so that was my focus and um, yeah and the weight went down naturally at the beginning depends on where someone is at I might give them more guidelines
Thank you so much for listening. If you are someone who struggles with an eating disorder, I really hope that this was helpful and has given you hope. And if you know someone who struggles with an eating disorder or disordered eating, please share this episode with them. We never know if this is exactly what they need to hear, to have hope, and to reach out for support as well. Please leave a review on any of the episodes on our podcast because that helps us to spread the podcast worldwide as we really don't know who might want to hear this and really needs the support. If you would like to reach out and ask any questions for me to answer, please send me an email to eugenia and unlocksyou.nz or if you would like to have a call with me, a free call to discuss your challenges, to discuss what your desire and a longing for and how we might be able to support you, please go to my website unlocksyou.nz and book a free call today. Thank you. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and I'm looking forward to connecting with you next week again.